Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. You know the old cliche, never go to bed angry? Right. Well, a new study out of Oregon State University found it really is bad for you to go to bed angry. I, I don't know any other way to go to bed. <laughs> I haven't gone to bed happy in decades. Uh, um, research found that when couples talked out their arguments and both felt better before they went to sleep. Right, okay, because you're going to solve a fight before you go to sleep. Okay, let's try that. Sometimes if you drag it out long enough, you just end up getting tired of fighting and just fall asleep. You win. I give up. So I'm told. <laughs> Um, and the reason uh, why you should talk out your argument is you both feel better before you went to sleep, and you'd have a much, much less stressful day the next day. And certainly that is true. Anybody that's been in a relationship knows that if you've had some kind of misunderstanding, let's say, the night before, mm -hmm. and it kind of carries on, you both go to sleep angry, you wake up, you really don't speak to one another. It's on your mind uh, for a good chunk of the day until you can solve it at some point. Or one of you, usually me, goes, oh, come on, right. sweetie, let's get along. <laughs> let's want to go to the mall and buy something? It's a bit different for us, though, I will admit, because if it happens during the week, we're up and gone in the morning right. before our partners, right? So it, there's no talking it out in the morning. Right. And and it's worse if, it, I guess, it happens on a weekend for any couple because then you're waking up and you're together. Right. 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 And you just have to kind of, that's when the real awkwardness yeah. sets in. All right, who's going to break first and say something? <laughs> yeah, for us, like, it's, it's funny. Like, we'll, like, because you're right, we, we get up and leave and we don't see our spouses kind of first thing in the morning. We don't really talk to them. Um, if we've had some kind of disagreement the night before, usually we text each other and, hey, have a great day, love you, blah, blah, blah. But ne ne both of us will stall on yeah, the text. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm, not, I'm not falling. <laughs> I'm not me. You're waiting it out. <laughs> <laughs> or if you send the text and you fold, and then it's like two hours go by and right. she hasn't texted yeah, back. You just want to test the waters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you'll come up with anything. You know. <laughs> yeah. you know, do we need milk? <laughs> so true. <laughs> Did you leave that whole light on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Just to see if there is a response. Dot, dot, dot. Sweetie. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah, we're all we all do the same stupid stuff. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, yeah, you should really try to work it out. It's uh, they say overall uh, for the overall well being of your relationship. Try to work through your fights before you go to sleep. Right, and you know it's so funny too as you people you know as life goes on and you you look back, and we always look back fondly. And I remember my dad one time saying about a year or two after my my mom had passed, we were all talking about her or something and. And he, he made some comment. He goes, oh, you know, he goes, I'll tell you one thing. Your mother and I never went to bed angry. I said, Dad, <laughs> I lived in that house. We can, we can paint all the rosy pictures you want, but I'm calling you on that one. Because the, the, the nights you went to bed happy were the, uh, were the, uh, the, rare, the rare moments. The, the funny thing, too, especially for dudes, is that, you know, we'll say or think we should really turn this around before bed mm. because that's the opportunity for makeup sex, <laughs> right? As if you're going to turn... You can't turn her on no. on most nights no. on your best behavior. Yeah. So you think you're going to pull a U-turn <laughs> <laughs> and getting it going from yeah. off the cliff yeah. <laughs> to right to the peak. We believe. Yeah. We believe. There's a chance. Yeah, there's always a chance. Are you a competitive rock, paper, scissors fella? Uh, no. No, well, not at all. 
you, uh, if you uh, wanted to be the world champion, if you wanted to play against all 7 billion people on the planet, uh-huh. a few less now because of COVID, um, if you did a single elimination rock, paper, scissors tournament, you'd only need to win 33 games to be the world champion. Really? 33 games. Let's you, get it going. Hang on. Let's you can eliminate the whole... <laughs> yeah. Plan. Well, yeah, I guess if you cut that down, it's cutting in half right, every right time. Out, right out of the gate. Yeah. It only takes 33 rounds yeah. to get down to one? Let's start it off. You ready? Rock, paper, scissors. Oh, you go one, two, three, don't you? Yeah, well, you pretty good. Rock, okay, paper, scissors, shoot. One, two, three. Do I win? Yeah, you got me. I think hey, paper beats rock. I'm right? on my way. Rock beat paper. I can't remember. I don't know. Who do I compete with next? <laughs> We'd be awful at this game. <laughs> it would take forever. Like, oh, did you win? Did you not? <laughs> I'm off to the continent right. for my next round. Um, when the movie Bad Boys was first developed, the plan was to have John Lovitz and Dana Carvey as the stars after some rewrites and changes to the film. It wound up being Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. Wow, that would be a very different Certainly would kind be. of theme to the whole thing. I, I know Martin Lawrence characters. Was supposed to be like the comedic relief in it. Mm-hmm. Michael Lowry. Mm-hmm. He kept doing that. John Lovitz is one of those guys that it doesn't matter when he pops up on the screen in a TV show or a movie, I just start laughing. <laughs> the second he shows his face, I'm like, oh, this is going to be brilliant. He's so, the wedding singer. He was yeah. so oh, yeah. good. In, in, a, in a league of their own, when he was the manager of the That's team. That's right, yeah. And he goes around to, to all the, the girls, the women, to sign him up. And... Uh, and the one woman says, oh, I was making, you know, $12 a game or something. Uh, and then he goes, well, we'll pay you $35 a game. And she's like, oh, that's really good. And his line is like, it's more, isn't it? Like, just really sarcastic. And he's so funny. He is so truly funny. Uh, according to an interview with Walt Disney in 1933, Mickey and Minnie Mouse are married. Okay. Well, I guess in 1933, you couldn't have them living in sin. I think I always kind of probably assumed that. They weren't brother and sister, right? I, no, I think they were, yeah, I always assumed they were dating. Right. Or married. Didn't Donald Duck have a wife, too? I just know he had no pants. Right. He was pantless. <laughs> if he had a wife, he'd probably have pants. She'd say, you're not. You're not going out like that. Put your pants on. <laughs> Put your pants on. Uh, the estimated real estate value of the land in Central Park in New York City. What do you figure that's worth? All the land All in Central the, Park? The whole, the grass, the trees. the twenty-seven fifty. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of seagulls. Close, really close. $500 billion. billion. That's just the land. I mean, when you look at like an overhead shot of, mm. of Manhattan. Yeah. Like, it really is incredible mm-hmm. that, one, that it's still standing. Like, it hasn't fallen into the ground <laughs> at this point. Hasn't sunk? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's just so many buildings. Imagine the weight yeah. Yeah. of all of that. And then you see Central Park. It was big green in the middle of it. It's gorgeous. Surprised yeah. Trump hasn't put a golf course there. <laughs> no. Give him time. Oh, actually, I don't think he's allowed back in New York City. <laughs> New York State doesn't, doesn't want him. He doesn't want to go back there right now. No. Um... I was going to mention something about Trump, but, I, but no, I don't no forget bother. it. Let's not bother. Uh, the very last line of Marvin Gaye's sexual healing. Now, um, remember last week when we had the story about Hey Jude and Paul McCartney dropping an F-bomb right, in the middle yeah. of it? And a bunch of people went and listened to it, and they, they found it, and they heard it, and they yeah. they shared that with us. It kind of trails off, right? Uh, uh, sexual healing. It fades, and, uh, Let's I think. get down tonight. Or, maybe, yeah. Yeah. Well, supposedly, the very last line 
of Marvin Gaye's sexual sexual hearing, which you can barely hear as the song fades out, is please don't procrastinate. It's not good to masturbate. <laughs> If Marvin says it so. <laughs> Is that when the producer is just fading yeah, down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just fade that line out. <laughs> so there you go. Go see if you can hear it. Uh, when the Motion Picture Association of America created its rating systems, they didn't trademark it. So the porn industry started using the X rating and then eventually created the triple X rating. Oh, really? So that wasn't a rating before? I guess not. Or maybe it was. Maybe the X was a part of it. Maybe it was restricted, uh, adult, whatever the yeah. things are. And then the X was maybe a part of the Motion Picture Association. But since they didn't trademark it, you know, the porn industry likes to stick their nose into everything. Yeah. Get involved. <laughs> they stick a lot of things no, into no, A everything. lot of places. <laughs> uh, and finally, the average fast food burger contains meat from around how many cows do you think are used to create a fast food, a fast food burger? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping at least one. <laughs> yeah, a little, little bit of beef would be great. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to know these things. 55. 55 cows? Yeah. All right, well, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. It's not like they're taking one at a time right. in the processing plant and, uh, and producing stuff out of it. I don't, if I had to kill my own animal to mm. make my food, I would be a vegetarian, a vegetarian yeah. or dead. I mean, I'd prefer it be like the New York strip part of the cow rather than say the hoof. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a hoof in my burger? Oh, no. Anyhow, 55 different cows going into that tasty, tasty little treat. And really, is there anything better, honestly, uh, than a fast food burger? Oh, I could go for one right now. The 27-year-old guy just posted on Reddit about an issue he's having with his 26-year-old fiance. They got engaged on Valentine's Day, and it turns out they have two very different versions of how they'd like their wedding to play out. She wants something formal and glamorous. He wants a Star Wars theme. <laughs> this guy got laid? <laughs> like, he's going all out. He, he's talking about hiring stormtroopers to dance and groomsmen in Jedi robes and using Star Wars music for the first dance. Maybe the uh, ceremony will be done in Wookiee. Right. Uh, (laughs) How do you say kiss the bride in Wookiee? But his fiance isn't even into Star Wars. She doesn't want anything to do with Star Wars at the wedding at all. Dude, put your lightsaber away. That's it. Or she will. Yeah. (laughs) Now, he says he's even suggesting that uh, that he gets to plan half the wedding. This guy is just a Lugan. She can handle the other half. He says, I get the ceremony or the, uh, the reception. She can have the ceremony. And the guy's sticking to it. He says, listen, I'm, you know, we split all costs. I'm helping to pay for this thing. Um, is she sure she wants to go through with this? Yeah, I don't know if they're going to make it down the aisle. Or he? I mean, if, if you are that dedicated to this cause. Yeah. Like you're really falling on, the, you're falling on the wrong lightsaber. <laughs> uh, every single person who has gotten involved um, say that uh, the fiancé is right and that you're wrong. you got to let this thing go. Like when you got married, right. did Adrian wear the Oshawa General's jersey down the aisle? I wouldn't even think of it. Did your groomsmen all have goalie pads on? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, they had that. Right. I mean, you, had to, you had to incorporate <laughs> hockey somehow. No, there was. I don't think there was any hockey. There was football. Well, there had to be some sport. Right, yeah. <laughs> I gave the guys cufflinks with their favorite football well, teams on them. that's nice of you. Yeah. That's something. Anyhow, yeah, I just, you know, with wedding planning, uh, sure, 
guys can get involved and have a, an opinion and a say. I mean, you can have an opinion and a say. Right. Doesn't mean it's going to be listened to. But yeah, this dude should really yeah, just it's, it's walk a, away. I'm paying for half. I want my half to look one way mm. and your half to look the other. Ridiculous. Wow. Is, is, but because is that how every decision is going to be made? Yeah. Throughout maybe. your marriage? Maybe. Like, is half the house going to be Star Wars and half not? <laughs> I'd go with a Dumb and Dumber theme. All the groomsmen in blue and orange tuxedos. <laughs> so Lucky had in the news the story of the, uh, the big... Uh, Cargo ship that's slowly being moved now. Very slowly. Man, it's been like six days and billions of dollars in delays. And nine billion every day. Wow. Yeah, and uh, it's not good. I mean, there's just tons of stuff stocked up on these things. And they're talking about how maybe the ships are going <laughs> to basically reroute and go down around like Africa to, to get out of this mess. But anyhow, there's one real uh, situation that uh, is not good. One of the delays is adult toys. Oh, so if you were hoping your pump was going to arrive soon, <laughs> dildo was on the way. It's it's stuck in the canal. It's stuck. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute! Yeah. They keep moving it back and forth to get it out. <laughs> Put it in sideways. The canal's never going to happen. Look who joins us, Ted Reader for Helinda's Meats. Good morning, Ted. Good morning, Craigie. Good morning, Lucky. Morning, Teddy. A busy week for you ahead? Uh, we got a crazy one ahead. Yeah, getting ready, but it's all coming together beautifully up at the joint. We uh, open Thursday morning, 11.30, April 1st. It's no joke. And uh, we'll be open Thursday, Friday, and Saturday this week, and we'll see how things go for the rest of the season. Well, the course is looking good, and I know that uh, Doug Summers up there, your partner in crime with the joint, is uh, is getting ready, and you've been up there getting the uh, restaurant ready, and you've been talking to uh, to cooks, student cooks from Durham College, about coming and working for you over the summer. That would be a great <clears throat> opportunity for them. That's it. We uh, we ran on Saturday. We did some interviewing, and uh, I do it a little bit differently after I, I have a chat with the folks on the on the phone for their first first initial interview. <laughs> scare the um, hell out of them. <laughs> I scare the hell out of them. And then I had uh, four students from Durham College in, and uh, one young girl from uh, Brooklyn High School who takes a culinary program up there. And so it was kind of a black box mystery box. So they, they came into the kitchen. They had 90 minutes to grill me a steak, make me a burger, and show me how they, uh, their knife skills with some onions. Hmm. And so they did very well. Wow. All of them did very well, some better than others. Mm-hmm. But it was great to see these, uh, these kids from Durham College uh, still wanting to cook and get out there and do and learn. And that was exciting. It was yeah. really great. Well, and listen, so, if they're uh, going to learn from anybody, they might as well learn from the best, and that's Teddy Reader behind the grill. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, we look uh, look forward to a good season. Uh, I like to share my knowledge with uh, with people and, and with uh, with young students, culinary students that want to grow their, their, their career in the food business. Uh, I like to tell them the truth. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, yeah and that's good to do. Uh, actually, I know that taking the radio program at Humber way back when, we had one teacher who read us the riot act and gave us the lay of the land, and it was the the best thing he could have done for us. So, Teddy, while I was up uh, seeing Doug Summers over the weekend, uh, we helped him out making his uh, homemade maple syrup, and in talking to Lucky off the air or earlier this morning. Maple syrup to his wife and her family is liquid gold. Right. And when it comes out of the trees and you make it, 
you know, it took all day just to get this little jar of it. We realize now why it's so expensive at the grocery store. But it's a beautiful yeah. thing. And do you have any tricks or things you like to cook up on the grill with homemade or uh, real maple syrup? Well, we use a lot of maple syrup in the menu at uh, at the joint. I, I think maple syrup is liquid gold. It is awesome. It is truly a, a Canadian thing. I know they have it in the U.S., but, I mean, Canadian maple syrup is fantastic. Uh, one of my favorite things to do is uh, I like it chilled, and I like to do just a shot of maple syrup. Huh. With rum is good, too. Have you done it with the rum? With rum, too. But yeah. just, you know, a straight shot, a little bit of, little bit of that sweet gets things going. Yeah. Uh, we use crazy. We use maple syrup in our crazy maple sauce. Oh, right. That we that we put on our ribs and we put on our pulled pork and and some of our other sandwiches, our chicken and things like that. So we we use quite a bit of maple syrup around uh, around the joint. We use uh, we're using some uh, Algonquin Park maple or Algonquin uh, maple syrup from the boys uh, over at Carrick Brothers. And uh, they have this bourbon barrel aged maple syrup that is just killer so you super, can do super so you can do more than just spread it on pancakes you could you could baste meat with it and all sorts of stuff there, are there particular and drizzling in desserts is wonderful in the sweet but it goes really well with 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 poultry it goes really well with pork so if you're doing a smoked pork loin it's great to baste with that you can put a little bit of it into your brine if you want to enhance the flavor of your your chicken or turkey at that time of year mm. and uh, easter coming up if you're going to smoke a ham or roast off a ham, drizzling it with maple syrup is a really good thing. Oh, that's great. But now, I guess you got to be careful, though, if you're, if you're cooking with it, the sugars in it are going to burn quite quickly. They do. They do. And you've got to be, it's something, if you're going to apply it just as a, a glaze, you'd be doing that right near the end of the mm -hmm. cook mm -hmm. so that it doesn't caramelize and burn on you. You just want it to bubble and get a little bit extra sticky and bring out that natural sweetness. Beautiful. It's really tasty that way. All right, Teddy. Now, listen, you're going to open on Thursday, the joint at El Dorado. Um, is there going to be like an opening day special on the menu? Anything you want to tease your uh, your uh, customers with uh, on that first day of grilling and a new summer opening up at El Dorado? Well, we're, we're putting two, two full-time briskets on the menu. So we are brisket and burgers, and uh, all our burgers are charcoal grilled. But this year we're going to have our wild cherry smoked uh, brisket, as well as our Montreal-style uh, smoked meat. So we, we brought the Montreal we ran as a special a few times last year, and it did very well. And So that's, uh, that's curing right now, and we'll get that in the smoker, and it'll be ready for Thursday. So it's going to be tasty. So those, those two items, the Montreal smoked meat, I'm super excited about. Uh, we're adding a brisket chili onto the menu, so uh, chili uh, cheese fries on our bone dust fries are coming up, uh, pork belly burnt ends, and uh, a lot of the great sandwiches we had before, and I haven't created the creation of the week, so I don't know what the special is going to be on Thursday for the, the three-day sandwich that we're going to run this week, but I'll figure that out as, as we go along. So we'll see you there 1131 <laughs> on April 1st, and that's no joke. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. I look forward to it. Look forward to seeing everybody at the joint this summer. I think Thursday's going to be kind of cold, so dress warm, mm -hmm. and uh, hopefully we'll see you out on the patio where the smoker's going and have yes. some fun and talk and uh, Social distance, of course, right? Of course, We Teddy. don't want to get that COVID thing. No, sir. We've come this far. Not now. All right. We look oh. forward to seeing you on April 1st at the joint, El Dorado in Brooklyn on Winchester. How do people get a hold of you? They want to talk grilling, Teddy. They want to talk grilling. You give me a buzz at uh, Ted Grills.
Rock Mornings with Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.